First of all, hallelujah! It is, it's 4th and 26. McNabb is back. He's looking. He is firing. And it is caught by Freddie Mitchell. And Pazarczyk fumbles the football. It's picked up by Herman Edwards. 15, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, Ah, come on. Well, I'm more of an animal cracker kind of guy. You know this. Yeah, I, I know you're an animal cracker. Yeah, I mean, cracker. look at him. He's All right, guys, so a little, little inside baseball, right? So me and Kyle used to work together. And um, if you've ever seen, like, the big-ass jar of animal crackers, it's, like, shaped like a bear. Yep. Like, the real big-ass motherfucker, like, somebody's buying it. You're like, oh, they got, like, three kindergarten-age kids. Kyle used to eat one of them in a day. Like, he would just walk That's around insane. stocking shelves in the meat department. With one of them fucking jugs sitting on his fucking on his frame that he was working, crazy. Not even that good, dude. They are so amazing. Plain. They're amazing. He's a huge animal cracker guy. And I, I, I the important part why. is, I always got my work done. That's the important part. Just want to throw that out there. Absolutely. But, I mean, I would so get, I would have gotten on the you ice boys ones. Otherwise, what's going on, with you boys? Otherwise, Jake, how you doing, man? I'm good. I had two fancy drafts Saturday night. And I got another one this Friday, so I'm getting all fancy. I told myself I'd do two or three this year. I think I'm up to
<laughs> well, as for me, I've been home since Friday. Uh, your boy is officially a COVID cowboy. Um, so, you know, give it up for that. Uh, back to work tomorrow, though. Back to the grind. Uh, don't know if I'm ready for it. Um, but we're here to talk about the birds, baby. Uh, speaking of which, let's uh, let's jump into roster cuts here. Um, we are just one short day away from the final 53-man roster. Um, by tomorrow at 4 p.m., we must be down to 53 players. Um, let's see. And by Wednesday at 12, um, waiver claims can start to be revealed, and the 16-player practice squads will, uh, will begin to form. Also on Wednesday, players can uh, can begin being placed on injured reserve um, and be eligible to return to the roster after four weeks. Um, all this per our friends over at Bleeding Green Nation. Shout out Brandon Lee Gowton. So any surprise cuts to you boys right off the bat? I know we've already started to kind of let some cuts go. Some of the other teams around the league have let some cuts out. Um, Jake, I'm sure you got something you want to say about that. Uh, but we'll start with you, Kyle. Any surprise cuts to you thus far? Yeah, I mean, the biggest two that jumped off to me was Chiquisky Tart and Jason Huntley. I, you know, a lot of people are talking about this was Jason Huntley's year to make the roster. He's going to be on special teams. He'd be the fourth back, and he didn't make it. Maybe that's uh, good news for my boy Kennedy Brooks, or maybe he'll just be on the practice squad. But Tart was really the one that I was surprised. I mean, I, I thought immediately when they signed him, he was logged in at one of the starting safeties. He was going to be the veteran guy. I mean, I guess Anthony Harris, the veteran guy, too. But I, I just thought he was the best safety of the bunch. And I guess that really speaks volumes to how they feel about um, some of those young guys back there with uh, Epps. And um, who's the other guy I think is going to be on special teams? John uh, Total Blank, as usual. Is it not Blankenship, is it? No, not Blankenship. It starts with a C, right? Yeah, yeah. But – Always, always draw on a blank on key moments. Always do that. But I, I guess that really speaks to volumes, how they feel about some of those young guys. And I guess Kavon Wallace will stay on the roster for another year. But that that was the one big well, one, a, I would say. He was say. a second-round pick. I mean, you had to expect he was going to be there. Yeah, but I was I was reading some bad stuff on him, just they would rule down on him and that he might have been a cut. But I'm not surprised to see him stay necessarily. I'm just really surprised to see Tart go. Yeah, I think the, with the safety position, it's wide open besides Marcus Epps. But I think they're trying to stay with guys who've been in the system last year. Tart, um, I know missed some time in training camp for personal reasons. Not sure yeah. what they were, but um, and he he just doesn't know the system like these other guys do. So I think that's what route they're going with being so young at that position and really not skilled at that position. So I mean, if you're not skilled but you know the system, at least you can help out a little bit. Right. Well, and you know the old saying: can't make the club in a tub. Not to say that he was in the tub, he wasn't injured, but you yeah. got to be there. You got to be in training camp. You got to be on the field, especially when you're a bubble player, particularly when you're battling it out at a position that's wide open. You know, I don't know what Tart had going on. I don't want to begin to speculate on that. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to be there, and you can't be too surprised if, you know, the team decides to cut you. You've played in one out of three preseason games, and, and to be fair, you didn't do all that great against the Dolphins. Not that the entire team did. Oh, my God. They also played their starters. And I know people say that the Eagles had their twos out there, but I don't even think those were our twos. Like, the guys that we had in the secondary, I I believe a majority of them are going to be cut or be practice squad guys. 
Oh, yeah, especially from the second quarter on. But it's still just embarrassing to lose that bad. I don't care, backups or not. It's just that first shot play to Tyreek Hill just completely yeah. deflated me. Yeah, and deflated prime Dolphins fans thinking Tua has a strong arm because uh, he understood <laughs> the hell out of him. Well, they could just say Tyreek Hill ran too fast. I mean, yeah. they've been hearing that excuse for years. Sure. Look, the book ain't out on Tua yet, all right? Just like Jalen Hurts. I agree with that. out on him yet. I agree with um, that. I think this is a prove-it year for both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams have gone out and invested heavily in the offenses around these quarterbacks. Um so I, I think there's I think the you know, like I said, the book isn't out on them yet. I think they both still have a lot to prove. And I think to this point they've at least both proven that they belong in this league. Um, but with that being said, guys, I mean, uh Jake, any real surprise cuts to you? Uh, uh it wouldn't be that much of a surprise, but I, I just know he's one of the locker room guys. He's been here for a while. He's always stepped up and just done what he was asked, and that's Greg Ward. Well, like you said, he's one of the guys that's been in the tub because he's been hurt this uh, training camp. And they're pretty, I mean, not like amazingly deep at wide receiver, but you figure there's, there's what, four locks, Devontae right. Smith, A.J. Well, Brown. One of the guy with sure hands, too. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Greg Ward isn't an NFL player, right? Yeah, but he, he's just more he's a of a player. fifth or sixth receiver. Yeah, he's a yeah. French guy. That can make plays on special teams, and that's, I think, why he was around. But he's not making exciting plays. Like, he's the sure-handed guy who's going to catch the punt, yeah. bear right. catch it at the right time, let it bounce at the right time, not the guy who's going to take it to the house. That, that's my question for you guys. Who's going to be doing the kick and punt returns this year? I mean, because there was speculation Huntley was going to do it. You know, I mean, I know Ward's done in the um, past. Not I'm a waiting lot. to see if Devin Allen gets cut. I think you're going to see – You don't think – I think he's going to get cut. I don't know. He's Apparently, gonna... he's been looking really good on punts, and they're like – Defending, I would be, sh- be shocked. He's, he he's a gunner, it. and they said he's just been burning down there, making plays. Right? Wow! And you start to see his speed these last two preseason games. And it's not like we haven't seen Boston Scott on return duties before either. Yeah. I mean, with with the kickoffs where they are now, it's not like you're really getting too much ex- excitement on kick returns anymore. Anyway, um, it, it really comes down to the punt return game, and uh, you know, obviously, we saw Rager. Obviously had no excitement brought to that particular portion of the game. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Scott will do fine in, in kick return duties. I think the only real question mark is going to be punt returning. All right. I, I, Jake, if Devin Allen made the roster, I, I would be shocked. I I, I think will, they I like him. Too, I think but... they're going to develop him. But he's, he just seems destined for the practice squad. Yeah. I mean, and Another kind of shocking one was Carson I, Strong. I also think he's going to be a guy that – really. It gets post yeah. off of, poached off your practice squad too, though. Like, yeah, I, w- I would have think so. No, you, you know as well as I do. Like, you can't coach speed, right? So, I don't know. You can't tell me that one of these, that one of these bottom of the barrel teams aren't going to take a shot on him to see if, hey, you know, maybe we give this guy some playing time. We're not that good anyway. You know, even if he draws coverage away with his, uh, you know, with his jets or whatever. Like, obviously, he's going to be happy enough just to be on an NFL roster, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's he's a prime candidate to get poached. But, yeah, I'm with you, Jake. I was extremely surprised to see Carson Strong cut. Um, the only reason all I'm surprised – struggled, but – Yeah, the only reason I'm surprised is because they guaranteed him, like, $345,000. That's, That's what the shocker to me is. But, I mean, I guess they are, it's priority paid, so there's, like, no dead cap hit or anything. It's just $345,000, so – it's not right, that big of a deal. Signing bonus. 
I, I kind of felt like he was destined for the practice squad right from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, if if he really impressed, then maybe they try to move Minshaw or Minshew, excuse me, and he steps into the two. But I just kind of thought from day one he was destined for practice squad. I mean, he's he's undrafted guy. I mean, there's you know some hope there, but not really a guy that you guarantee a roster spot for. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it was a it was purely an upside signing anyhow. Yeah. Um, but you know, just you know, a little little bit of a surprise. Like I said, when they when they signed him, right? I was like, okay, well, if he proves to be a competent backup, maybe you can move on from Minshew and and get an asset in here. Um, obviously, it didn't go down that way. Minshew is still one of the top. Um, backups in the game, um, and I think uh, I think this other quarterback, his name's escaping me right now, but you know he seems to seems to ball out in the preseason, and he's had uh, roster spots before on some other NFL teams, uh, and, and he seems fairly competent. Obviously, we hope we don't ever see any of these backups, right? Because yeah. my boy Hurts needs to ball the fuck out this year. Just you know something to think about. Um, another shock to me, not really a shock, but he's a guy that I definitely see coming back. So I guess that's a good, uh, a good segue here. Who's a guy that got cut that is probably going to rejoin the team after some injuries uh, or maybe some uh, in-season cuts. And uh, that's Richard Rogers. He's a guy that always finds his way back on the team. Yep, him and Jordan Howard. They'll be coming back in November. <laughs> what about Jordan Matthews? When's he going to rejoin? Yeah. Well, I heard he was a failed uh, tight end convert as well. Yep. Where did he try to convert a tight end at? Is that the Bills? Could be. I forget where it was. I see, I seen that he tried that. But yeah. I, I my thing would be somebody to come back is probably Jason Huntley, right? Like I just feel like he'd be the the guy that's been around for a while, never really been a roster guy. If there was somebody that I'd pick to be on the roster at some point later in the year, I think it'd be him. I, th- I think it depends on what they do with the Miles Sanders injury, and I, th- I think it has a lot to do with you know who becomes available here, um, with some other teams making some tough decisions. Um, Jake, I know you said in the group chat earlier, uh, the Dolphins have released Sony Michelle. I-, I know you have some interest there. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and walk us through that? He averaged over four yards a carry for the Rams last year. He ran for over eight hundred yards. I think he's just a solid guy, especially when you have a Miles Sanders who can't stay on the field, and then your your running back room is really short. I mean, who do you got that? I mean, Boston Scott, he can beat the Giants. That's about it. Um, Giants. Yeah, I mean, he's not hasn't impressed in camp or preseason, so I don't know what's going on with that. So having a vet like Michelle, or even um, who's got a Raiders just cut? Uh, Raiders just cut. Oh, Amir Abdullah? No, Kenyon Drake. Oh, Kenyon Drake. Oh. Yeah. Did they There's keep another... Abdullah? Yeah. They kept Abdullah? He sucks. Yeah, but he's a good uh, receiving back. Yeah. So, I mean, having a vet in that in that running back room wouldn't be the worst idea. Dude, Abdullah over Kenyon Drake is crazy. I don't know how Abdullah keeps staying on teams. He sucks. But that's another topic. <laughs> All right, guys, you ready to put a bow on this uh... – on this segment here, I'll just give you guys uh, the total of everybody that's been cut so far. Um, again, this is per uh, Bleeding Green Nation. They got a, a great tracker up here of everybody that's been cut or released so far. Um, so, so far, um, as far as the released guys go, you have uh, Greg Ward, Richard Rogers, and Jaquiski Tart. Um, and then the guys that were waived thus far, 
uh, D-tackle uh, Rennell Wren, cornerback uh, Josh Blackwell, running back Jason Huntley, quarterback Carson Strong, and center Cameron Tom. Um, now, obviously, when you put it that way, I, I really don't think there was any real surprises there other than the guys that we talked about, right? Um, so let's go ahead and move on. But before hey, we real, do, real quick, real quick, Jake, so, you talked about Sony Michelle. How does he fit scheme wise with the Eagles, in your opinion? I, I said it earlier in the group chat. I always thought he was more of a one cut power yeah, scheme blocker. You think that fits have. the you think that fits the blocking scheme? They're more of a zone type scheme where it's you know. Yeah, but you also need downs where you're just. Put the, put the shoulder forward, down. Well, you need forward. the one cut shoulder down, and boom, you're going. All right. I was just curious your thoughts on that. I also think our offensive line can block pretty much any scheme. I, it's not like we're particularly a zone run scheme, right? Um, you saw the team have some great success with guys like Jordan Howard, um, notorious one cut power, power back downhill kind of guy. Um, I, I don't think Sony Michelle would be any different, right? I think he could have some, some major success here with us. Um, Honestly, I think almost anybody could have some success behind that offensive line. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're looking for the home run guy, uh, you know, the, as Shady McCoy puts it, the ah, 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 in the backfield guy, um, you got that with Miles Sanders. So, regardless of how long he's out for, I think what this team is missing is a downhill runner. Um, I wasn't too keen on the Sony Michelle thing when you first mentioned it, Jake, but uh, I think you've sold me. Yeah, I mean, he's 5'11", 215. He can get you that one yard. He's a physical runner. runs stronger yeah. than what he is. Absolutely. All right, guys, uh, let's move it along here. Uh, but before we do, I do want to shout out our friends over at um, Body Check Wellness. That's going to be uh, bodycheckwellness.com. Use that promo code OCS for 25% off all your 100% hemp-derived CBD needs. From our friends at Body Check Wellness, um, I know I've been throwing the uh, the Body Check Wellness on all week with this COVID. Uh, it's really helped with a lot of the uh, with the body sores and uh, um, you know the cramping and stuff like that. My hands been real clammy and sweaty. Got the lotion on there. Um, I recommend it to anybody that is Body Check Wellness promo code OCS. Get twenty five percent off all your one hundred percent hemp derived CBD needs from our friends at Body Check wellness all right jake you want to flash that next topic up on the screen for us i got COVID brain <laughs> uh huge loss for the cowboys uh they have lost their pro bowl all pro left tackle in tyron smith uh which begs the question we have a left tackle some have deemed a bust here in philadelphia but there's a lot of buzz surrounding him, and that is one Andre Dillard. Begs the question, would you be willing to trade Andre Dillard to your division rival, Dallas Cowboys? Uh, Kyle, I'll start with you. No, I mean, I mean, depending on the price, but assuming they're not going to give up a reasonable price, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, A, you're helping out them. You're limiting your depth. And more than likely, the top peak of his market will be in the draft. I think we talked about that earlier. So I don't think trading him to the Cowboys makes a whole lot of sense for them right now, at least. Maybe in the offseason, that's a whole other situation, but I don't think they're in the need of it then. In the offseason, they'll have Tyron Smith back. Right now, they're desperate. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I don't think they're desperate enough to give up enough. And like I said, you're, you're also helping the opponent. You're limiting you your depth. Is? 
What do you think? What about? is enough? I think he can command uh, a second round pick. All right. Would you take a three and a five? Three and a five? Yeah. No, I, I value a second round pick better than a three and a five right now. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't trade him for a three and a five. And seconds even pushing it just because, I mean, Lane Johnson's had injury issues before. They'd have to slide my lot over because we all remember Andre Dillard saying playing right tackle, being a left tackle is like writing with your opposite hand, which is mind-boggling to me as a pro athlete that you can't – I mean, you're not going to be as good as you are on the left side, but, I mean, he could not do it at all. And he to be adamant about the, right the fact that you don't want to play over there, like, I don't know. That's part of why I kind of just want to cut bait and get rid of him. Now, for what it's worth, I wouldn't do a three and a five either. Uh, I'm with you guys. I think it's a two or nothing. Um, but I, I hear there's some interest from some other teams out there as well, so – um, you know, maybe you can create a little bit of a bidding war here. Um, yeah, just, I just don't me, want – I, I let the Cowboys already, stink it up on the offensive line. They already yeah. lost their other tackle, Collins, to free agency. Now they just lost Smith. I mean, Smith's been hurt the past two years anyway. But they had depth on the line. Now they don't. And they came out and said that they're going to be looking in-house for his replacement this year. Perfect. Um. Now, I didn't hear that press release, but I, I got to tell you, I'd still be willing to move on from him. Maybe not to Dallas, but I'd still like to see them move on from Dillard. Uh, to me, I just hate wasting a roster spot on a guy that's so one-dimensional. That That's so weird that he can only play the left side because you, you hear most guys say it, and left side's the harder spot They much because that's the most quarterback's blind spot. So it's easier to switch over to right for him. It's less responsibility. So it's just kind of ass-backwards that he that he says that. But, I mean, everybody each has their own thing, I guess. And his whole thing is with the stance, right? Like, okay, now you have to put your right hand in the dirt instead of your left. Big fucking deal. I don't know. Just like I said, I think if you're a depth offensive lineman, I think you need to have some versatility and you need the ability to play multiple spots. I mean, I've seen him play a little bit of guard. But even still, if you're limited to the left side and now you got to – now you have to disrupt the entire offensive line, like – you know, Mark Shalareth, he's one of the only guys in the mainstream media that, you know, that's really a voice for offensive line play. Um, said on a Pat McAfee show the other day that one of the biggest skills of the offensive line is the ability to act in unison and, you know, for for five guys to become one. And to me, when you have to come into the game and now all of a sudden you're – starting left tackle now has to go to the right side because you don't feel comfortable on the right side. Now you're putting him out of his comfort zone. And now the line can't act as one. You can't act in unison. And to me, I think that throws the entire offensive line off. Yeah. I I, I get what you're saying. But Cowboys would have to be a first or tell them to kick rock. They're so desperate right now. Why would you? I'm beyond the Cowboys at this point. I I would just like to see them start to shop Dillard maybe a little more actively. Yeah, but his his in season value is never as high as the off season. So I mean, they kind of missed the peak time. That money they gave Schultz. Where did Collins end up going? Because he's another guy that's always Bengals. Oh, yeah, they revamped their whole line. You got a couple guys. I just lost them in the Super Bowl. Madden is pissed. So I traded them. What are you playing, Ultimate Team? No, nah, I uh, – Franchise? Franchise, yeah. 
Madden 23, right? How's that? Yeah, it's all right. I mean, yeah, better than last year. Could could do a lot better job, but what's your biggest complaint this year? I don't know. Sometimes the DBs are like on top of it. They'll they'll like take an extra two steps quicker than the other person. Then other times you'll press triangle to pick it off, and he won't do shit. He'll just run by, and the receiver will catch the ball. Dude, I I gotta tell you, I'm loving the game this year. My biggest complaint last year was the contains were broken, and these dumbass motherfuckers were running around with the QB. I'd have perfect defense out there. They'd run all the way to the right. Throw crossbody forty yards downfield on the die, and I would just I I broke like four. I do like the new throwing, um, the free form. Yeah, the free form. It took a while to learn it, but it it definitely did. But I like that it can lead them, and when I press down to throw it, you know, to the ground, he's actually throwing it there. So I used to always do it because I remember back in the day they had the playmaker and the little shadow thing you would throw to him. But definitely took some getting used to. I was throwing like four picks a game when I first started. So I was trying it out. I'm still throwing four picks a game. Yeah. I'm playing last year's game, and I'm still throwing four picks a game, guys. So I don't know. I do. I'm not the greatest Madden player out there. I do like um, that the linebackers aren't as crazy as they were last year. Like, you used to be able to, like, try to touch pass it over the linebacker, and they would jump. Yeah. yeah, They'll be running one way and then just stopping. Mm -hmm grab it out of the air it's like come on. you can tell the difference between using a, a when a guy's using yeah. a db or a safety and when he's using a linebacker yep that's a good feature i agree absolutely so i gotta ask you guys who are you most excited to see come back this year because for me it's brandon graham i'm, I'm still looking on uh, on twitter here and I, you know see some stuff from brandon graham i know he's excited as hell to get back out there um We've all seen throughout the preseason the cut of him rehabbing his injury and, you know, somebody going to pay for this. So, uh, I don't know, I'm interested to see who he's going to make pay, and I'm interested to see what uh, what he looks like here this year. Um, I don't want to say, uh, you know, refreshed, but obviously, you know, majority of the season off last year, just rehabbing um, one year with no contact. I'm, I'm interested to see if we get a, a rejuvenated uh, Brandon Graham this year. Could, could. I'm excited to see A.J. Brown. I, I really hope it works out. I don't think it necessarily will, but I, I hope it does. I, I loved oh, him man. in Tennessee. I, I love the player. I, he's a great character, everything. So I really hope it works out for him here in Philly. What makes you think it's going to work out? I'm just not buying yeah. the whole connection. I mean, I just I, this whole Jalen Hurts, blah, blah, blah. I, I just I don't see it. Yeah, because you, you don't like Hurts. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't think you can he's just a, come out and say that. It's not that I don't like Hurts. I like Hurts. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. All right, then say that. And and I I while you're beating around the bush, you're like, I mean, I've always said that. Like and, uh, just yeah, say, I just, just don't, say you have doubts about the quarterback. That's I all. do have doubts about the quarterback. I've always said that. I think everyone should have doubts about him right now. Even his fans should. I mean, some of them. Oh, just I do too. So far up his ass that they don't think that he's does no wrong, but. Every Eagles fan should have doubts right now about John Hurts because he hasn't proven it. He's oh, proven nothing. But I, I think A.J. Brown is the last guy that you should expect to be affected by subpar quarterback play. He looked like a stud with Ryan Tannehill throwing yeah. the ball. He put up 1,000 yards the past two seasons when they ran the ball probably 65% of the time, and then you had Tannehill throwing the ball. So when Tannehill threw him the ball, he better caught it because if not, he's not getting many looks. 
Right. And, and you know, I've said it all offseason, too. This guy is best in the intermediate passing game. And, you know, Hertz's big weakness is the deep ball. So if you're asking A.J. Brown to catch these short to intermediate routes, I think Hertz can execute those. I think Hertz's biggest weakness is throwing the ball, period. <coughs> I mean, intermediate routes, too, man. I just. He misses a lot of throws. A lot of them. We'll have to see. We'll see if uh, we'll see if a top tier wide receiver can uh, can make him look a little bit better. Yeah, and it's not it like should, he should to, help. Yeah, he doesn't have to go out there and look like Josh Allen didn't take that lead. Like, I just want him to read through his reads. See him make a second before, progression. Yeah, before just tucking the ball and running. Mm-hmm. And that's nice sometimes on like a third down because you know you want to get the first down. But he's got to look at his first two reads at least, and and if it's not there, check it down or take off. But you got to go through them. It's also and, good and for his longevity. Yeah, I, I think we've seen throughout training camp this year. There's been, um, you know, through training camp and through Sirianni's press conferences, I, I think there's been an emphasis on keeping Hurts in the pocket this year. Uh, I think it's something they've been working on all off season. Um, so hopefully, you know, that emphasis carries on um, into the season here. Got to have hope because we'll, we'll go as far as Jalen takes us. Absolutely. By the way, speaking of that, did you guys see uh, did you guys see Shady McCoy and Jason Avant have some pretty lofty expectations for the Eagles this year? Shady McCoy. I did see Shady McCoy pick. say something. I forget what it was. Uh, hey, it was Shady McCoy's got him as a Super Bowl pick. Oh yeah, them, them and the Bills, the two teams that he played the most for. What about that? He did acknowledge though that it, that there's a lot of weight on Hurts this year. Like the entire weight of Philadelphia is on yeah. Jalen Hurts' shoulder this year. So. Yep. And I'm still worried about our defense. I don't think the linebackers are as improved as everyone thinks they are. The safety position's not improved; it's worse. And I mean, we have better corners, but if that pass rush doesn't start hitting and we're not blitzing, we could be in big trouble. It's still a middle of the pack defense. And, you know, I think there is a lot of expectations around the Eagles, but people have to also realize they're in a transition year, transition time. Like there's some expectations. They're still the best team in the division, but there's a lot of guys that are on expiring contracts at the end of this upcoming year. They got a lot of draft capital coming up. They're, they're still transitioning. They're still getting their, their pieces in place. So, Sometimes, you know, people like to jump the gun, but, you know, you, you, you do. You got a lot of veterans on there, and the linebackers, they do. They, they have some potential there, a lot of potential there, but there, there's a lot to prove, too. I mean, because yeah, you're I White think, only I think did the it starting one linebackers like White and TJ Edwards are fine, but when you're watching teams run all over us like the Dolphins did, and even the um, game before that, they just – Davion Taylor, I was hoping, took a leap. He is lost out there. He does not attack. He lets the blocks come to him and just take him out, stuff out of play. Or he's going to chase a hole when the, the running back's cutting through the other hole and he has no idea where he's at. Yeah, I think he's I think he's almost a victim of the coaching at this point. Um you saw in his in his appearances before he's a very aggressive player and he does like to attack the ball. Um, but obviously he was very limited, right? In his in his knowledge of the game. He didn't 
He didn't even play high school football. So I think there was a lot of emphasis put on him, much like Jalen staying in the pocket. I think there was a, a lot of emphasis put on him this preseason and this training camp of playing within the defense and not ad-libbing as much. Yeah, I agree. I just – I would. I mean, I think his special teams play will keep him on the team, but I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him get cut. Right. Ooh. Well, I, ideally he's, you know – probably your last guy off the bench as far as the linebacking court yeah. goes. So, I don't know. Interesting uh, interesting thought. Um, I agree. I'm kind of worried about the defense also. I mean, we saw Gannon last year give up, you know, easy yards to quarterbacks that are great and quarterbacks that are slightly above average. Yeah, average. Like, Car. Derek Carr shouldn't look like Tom Brady. No, like I'm sorry, but your defense should not make Derek Carr look like Tom Brady. Granted, I'm higher on Derek Carr than a lot of people are across the league. He's a guy that hasn't had continuity with a play caller for damn near his entire career. Um, you know, much like his brother, I think he was kind of dealt a bad hand. Obviously, not as bad as David was in Houston. Um, but a- again, he shouldn't look like he shouldn't look like Tom Brady against you. Just plain and simple. Um, so yeah, the defense is definitely going to be a little bit of a concern. I, I think ultimately it comes down to that front four or three getting home. I agree. And I mean, granted, there's a lot of there's a lot of names on that line, but I'm still worried about the edge rush positions. You know, Brandon Graham has made a name throughout his career as a run stopper. Yeah. Derek Barnett's making a name for himself as a run stopper. And Sweat to this point is unproven. Yeah, I think so Sweat that needs to play more. Mm. He had seven and a half sacks last year and probably splitting reps. Mm-hmm. But I know they like to rotate guys, and he's probably not the best run stopper, so he's probably out on, you know, first downs and things like that. But I just think that's something he's going to have to learn so he can stay on the field. Because I feel like if he gets more opportunities to rush the passer, he could be a double-digit sack guy. He has all the athletic tools. He better be because they paid him like a double-digit sack yep, guy. Exactly. So, I don't know. Um, all right, guys, uh, we ready to move into the giveaway? And uh, before we do, I do want to shout out our two wonderful beer sponsors. That's Sterling Pig Brewing Company right in the heart of Delco. That's uh, Rating Media. Check out the tap room. That's sterlingpig.com. I recommend all their session IPAs that they do every single month. They release a different beer. Um and again, the Snuffler IPA, it's a great smooth drinking IPA. Check them out, sterlingpig.com, or go visit the tap room in media. Also, I want to shout out to Chamonix Creek Brewing Company, my favorite beer from them, of course, COD2D2. You guys hear me say it every week, smooth, easy drinking IPA. I'm not a craft beer guy. I'm certainly not an IPA guy, but I will drink that beer any day of the week. Um, another one I love from them, it's probably... It, it's up there with Katu for me is Falconry Club. Um, I got that on our last batch from the boys over at Neshaminy Creek. Phenomenal. It's a uh, it's a smoked oak. I'm sorry, smoked oak. Uh, I think it was a, a, a lager. I, it was delicious. Um, Falconry Club, make sure you try that. Um, check out their tap room as well, uh, right in the heart of Croydon, Ray Avenue, just off of uh, Cedar and State Road. So check them out as well. Uh, Jake. We were giving away your very own Brian Dawkins autographed mini helmet. With the COA in there. So 
It's authentic. But um, I know I said I wasn't going to do it this way, but it's probably the easiest way. So you guys give me a number one through 36. Kyle, it's on you. 22. You don't want to go it's 22. Wild to account. Nah. I should have. You're right. <laughs> All right. Jason Snyder. All right. Shout out Jason at Spide78 is the winner on Twitter. And I do like his pinned tweet. Uh, he says, this is my happy place. And it's a picture of the final score of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. So, Hell yeah. happy you went to that guy. I will reach out to him on Twitter. Get it over to him. Get his address. Ship it right on out. So, congrats. Yeah, Guys, make sure you stay tuned um, to all the uh, all our updates here on Twitter. We're going to be doing some awesome giveaways throughout the season. Uh, matter of fact, we got a little survivor pool that we're going to be doing this year. Uh, the prize is going to include some Sundays for the Birds merch and $250 out of the pocket of our very own Kyle Not-So-Sharp. Love a good Survivor League. Yeah, I'll um, get the link posted on our Facebook and Twitter and get on Old City Sports Network and everything like that. It'll be free to join, so no money involved. Just you know, uh, you have to have it. elimination, Jake? Yep, single loss elimination. Um, ties count as a loss. So, um, and I put it as picks to be made five minutes before each game. So, if you miss the one o'clock games, you can still get to the four o'clock games. If you miss that, you're shit out of luck and you got to pick the Monday night game. Uh, make sure you get your picks in if you sign up. Like I said, it's free. You just need a CBS sports account. Easy to make. Probably logging with Facebook or your Apple ID. And Sign up and join us. We'll um, do the breakdown each week on the show. So you got eliminated that week. You know, a couple of years ago, I got eliminated the first week. It was pretty oh. upsetting. Oh, that sucks. So I never take division division games anymore because it was uh, the Saints lost to the Falcons, I think it was, or, <laughs> or Tampa when they – I think it was Tampa when Winston was still there. So No, he probably fell behind like 28 nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. Almost brought the team back, gave you a little excitement, and still fell short. Good old Winston. But yeah, so look out for that on Twitter and Facebook later yeah, Like tonight. I said, guys, we're going to be doing a lot of interesting giveaways throughout the season here. And uh be honest, too, I mean, you want to keep up with, with what we got going on. I know uh, I know, we've been ripping out an awesome countdown to kickoff. Shout out, Jake, for that one. Uh, we also got a daily Twitter poll that we've been putting up. Um, you know, every day before kickoff, uh, Jake's been picking a legendary Eagles player. Um, and obviously that player's jersey number, however many days until kickoff. So make sure you stay tuned for that and keep updated with everything we got going on over here at Sundays for the Birds. All right, Jake, you want to flash our next topic up? I don't think we're going to do not-so-sharp picks of the week because there's no NFL games on unless Kyle wants to throw out some college bets. I, I got you one. Look, I haven't looked at Saturdays yet. Uh-huh. Here comes the money. There we go. We'll hit the segment. Might as well. And not show sharp picks of the week. This week are brought to you by our friends at Lugaroo Custom Clothing. Make sure you check them out for all your custom clothing needs. That's Lugaroo.co. Let them know. Your friends here at Sundays for the Birds and Old City Sports Network sent you. 
Once again, that's Lugaroo.co. Kyle, what you got? Not so sharp. Pick of the week. So I haven't looked at none of Saturday's games yet. Jake was telling me Notre Dame was, what, 17-point dogs? We're, we're going to have to put some money on that. But first college football bet of the year. We're going to have $100 Thursday night on the hometown team to cover Penn State minus three and a half. That'll oh, be the Kyle first bet of the year. Who, who are they playing? Purdue. They've beat Purdue 19 of the last 20 games, covered 14 of the last 20. They brought stats. I always yeah. got stats. Kyle brought <laughs> stats. Three and a half. They're three and a half point favorites. There we go. Yeah, I just checked. Fandle has Notre Dame as 17 and a half point dogs. That's crazy. It's a shock the world. I don't know about that, but shocking them. They should cover. But that, that'll be my first college football bet of the year. You got to cheer for Notre Dame that night, Kyle. I got to watch it. You got to cheer for him. And I'd always cheer for anybody. Like Penn State's State. daddy. Don't start shit with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start. Oh, my God. All right. Kyle, you got any more picks for us? Are we ready to move on to final thoughts? No, nah, that's all for me for right now, man. All right, final thoughts are brought to you by our friends at Norse Beards. That's Norse, N-O-R-S-E, beards.com. Use that promo code OCS, 25% off your entire order for all your beard care needs. Want to look like the mayor of John Street? Want to look like Jake Long? Want to look like the Norse gods? Use our friends at Norse Beards, promo code OCS. Get 25% off all your beard care needs. All right, boys, final thoughts. Kyle, lead us off. Just ready for football. <laughs> Can't get here soon enough, man. Thursday night, finally kick it off. Saturday, we're going to have college, and another week, we got NFL. Yeah, I have all those fantasy drafts. Start up, uh, Friday night. In. My nephew's first game. Oh, so. yeah, for nephew, yeah. Yep. Saturday, there were some college games on, but there's pretty nice yeah. games. They call it week zero because yeah, they don't want to waste those games for week one. I know. I had a $50 free bet out there, but <laughs> always have a little something. Jake, what you got? Final thoughts. Like Kyle, just ready for the season to start. I'm excited for what we're gonna do as a show this season. We'll do some live shows, you know, bring all all you know all the action to you guys, and then just all the giveaways we're gonna be doing and having fun with the Survivor leagues, pickums and stuff like that. So stay tuned for all our giveaways. I have a Milada signed mini helmet as well, so I'll probably be putting that out there soon on a giveaway. So. Keep your eyes posted on our Twitter and our Facebook. Win yourself some cool Eagles merch. Absolutely. Um, so I got a couple final thoughts for you here. Um, Jake mentioned that there's going to be some live events this year, some live shows. Um, I want to announce our first one. We are approved. We're doing this. Um, the home of live shows this year for Sundays for the Birds. Is going to be none other than the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company. Make sure you pop on out to Croydon, catch an Eagles game with us. Uh, we are going to be there to watch the Eagles take on Carson Wentz for the first time as a Washington commander. Got to get used to saying that. As a Washington yep. commander. Um, and, Jake, the date of that game, I'm trying to find it. In our text. 9-25, September 25th. So make sure you pop on out to the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company on the 25th. We're going to be out there all day long watching football with you guys, throwing back some delicious craft beers from the Chamonix Creek. 
Um, usually they got some kind of food truck on site as well. Um, so you get some delicious eats, some even better beers. And you get to watch football with the boys all day long. Make sure you pop out September 25th in the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company. Come watch some ball with us. Um, also, excited for college football, of course. Um, and beyond that, guys, I am just ready to fucking take this show to the next level with you boys and with our awesome listenership. Uh, I appreciate the hell out of everybody checking in with us live here tonight, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube live. Uh, we're getting ready for week one here. Cannot wait. Uh, appreciate everybody rocking with us, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube live and shout out the audio side. Uh, literally we could not do this show without you guys. Um, so we appreciate the hell out of you for that. And we will catch you back for week one. Go birds. D-A-T-L-E-S-E-O's.